This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys already know how obsessed I am with therapy. I talk about it all the time on this podcast about how I have two therapists and how I go to therapy every single week. Well, I've been going to therapy for years, but once 2020 hit, the year of chaos for all of us, I really needed extra support and BetterHelp has really been there to guide me through these chaotic times. Uh, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, and I also have been in this recovery space for disordered eating and just a host of other issues. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and, uh, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, so all you have to do is you take a a quick online quiz, you answer some questions about what you're going through, what kind of therapist you're looking for, and you can literally write in the answers, I am looking for this kind of therapist, I am looking for an expert in this field. That's what I did, and they matched me with a therapist who has tons of experience with eating disorders, trauma, and depression. And to be honest, I love my therapist so much. She's probably my favorite therapist I've ever had. And I've been through like a variety of therapists over the years. Me and her really hit it off. And even if you don't hit it off with your therapist right away, because let's be real, finding a therapist can honestly feel like you're dating. Don't worry, you can always change therapists as many times as you need. No questions asked, no charge or anything like that. So you can always change your therapist and then get matched with a new one that day. So BetterHelp uh, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is literally professional counseling done securely online. And what I love about BetterHelp is that they have a journal feature. So if you're going through something challenging through the week and you don't have an appointment until, let's say, next week, you can write a journal entry. It's all online. It's secure. And if you'd like, you can share that journal entry with your therapist so that they are on the same page. They're caught up. They know exactly what you're going through. They know whatever triggers you've been dealing with over the week. And what's awesome about BetterHelp, too, is that your therapist will respond. So you can actually communicate with your therapist in between your your sessions. So it's not like you only get, get to talk to your therapist once a week. You can check in with them frequently in between your sessions. You can catch them up to date. You can kind of communicate with them every day if you wanted to and the online journal feature is really nice for folks who are new to journaling or just need that extra support so communicating with your therapist more frequently could really benefit you if you're going through a rough time. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you are struggling right now. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. And you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You deserve the support. 
you deserve the healing and you are not alone there are so many people who are struggling with severe anxiety depression trauma all of these things and you don't need to suffer in silence anymore so visit betterhelp.com vibe for a discount on your first month of online therapy that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash vibe and that discount code will get you 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe welcome to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen each week we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness yoga addictions spirituality mental health rituals and everything in between The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. guys welcome back to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen and this is the last episode of 2020 so obviously i don't need to tell you how crazy 2020 was and quite honestly a lot of the episodes that i've been hearing coming out around this time of year are just very blase and i don't need to tell you that 2020 was intense and I also don't need to sit here and tell you what I learned because I don't really think you're interested in that. I'm here to deliver messages and questions and lessons that are happening in the collective right now and the way that I know this is because my clairvoyance shit has been skyrocketing. Maybe Maybe you're dealing with this too, some migraine stuff, um, ascension stuff. Um, And if you are a clairvoyant, intuitive, empath, you are definitely feeling these things right now. Um, This time of year can be very pressure cooker type energy. We're all on social media. We're all watching what other people are doing around the new year or what their intentions are or how their business is going or how beautiful their life is. But remember, social media is just a highlight reel. You don't need me to tell you that. You already know this, but it's just a reminder. Uh, I don't really want to boast about what I learned this year because this is about you. And I want this episode to serve you in a way that will help you tap into a new frequency of abundance of of you know creation of passion of you know i just posted something on instagram um, about how important creativity is uh and i do have this episode's going to be organized i have notes i promise this isn't just me being fucking crazy sitting here with with my microphone i have I have notes this episode is going to be really awesome because I've been getting a lot of downloads about 
sacred ritual and a lot of a lot of messages from spirit about what the collective is struggling with right now. So before I get into that, I was saying I posted something on Instagram about how important it is to tap into creativity and expression if you're healing from a toxic relationship. So if you are healing from a manipulative relationship, a narcissistic relationship, and you just feel like you've lost yourself, you feel like you're trapped in trauma and memories and angst and despair and all this shit that just can keep you chained to the past of what that relationship was, of what it took from you, of what it stripped from you, you know, maybe usually a toxic relationship can take you so far away from your body, from your passions, from your the things that bring you joy, your interests, all these things. And it can be a time of grieving, you know, like, oh, like I'm grieving. I'm grieving myself that I lost myself and now I have to like find her again. So maybe you're maybe you're living in that energy, but basically it's so important to amplify your expression and creativity practice and just dive into that process because that's what's going to heal your body and heal your mind expression of any kind and it's funny because before I came on here to record this episode I was feeling really resistant and I usually don't I feel because I've been you know writing notes I've been getting all these downloads and it's been overwhelming to the point where it's like okay I just need to go record the podcast I can't sit here and think about it anymore because there comes a point, and this is actually a common thread which is happening in a lot of my clients that I've been having these healing sessions with and tarot readings, that they feel like overwhelmed and they they have this drive and passion to to do more and to to do things, to do new things, right? To create new things, maybe you know, sometimes it's a little bit of, of what social media can can plant in your brain um, with what you should do and what, uh, what other people are doing and whatever. And it's this, this energy of feeling content, like allowing ourselves to feel content and allowing ourselves to not get so washed away and swept up with the self-betterment, the hyper-productivity, the creating this, the creating that, I want to write this, I want to write a book, I want to create a podcast, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of the collective right now is really struggling because, and especially the spiritual collective, because deep down, you know that rest, digest, um, really healing the nervous system is important in order to create, in order to connect with your passions, in order to connect with a new level of success. It's really, it's really important and 100% necessary and needed to enjoy the bliss of just being content and enjoying what like success you have created for yourself already. So it's this constant pull that, we ha- that we're feeling from our soul and our ego. Our ego always wants us to create something or reach for something, you know? Like, it's never happy in this moment. 
It's reaching for that cigarette or that joint or that food or sex or shopping or validation from someone or, you know, words of encouragement from someone, which words of encouragement is great. But if we're counting on that in order to be content from within, then we're living in a frequency and an energy of lack, of not feeling stable internally. So basically, it's these two energies of just the struggle between being content and, let's say, self-improvement or self-betterment or a hyper-productivity energy. And it's like, where's the line, you know? Where's the line between just allowing ourselves to melt in bliss and enjoy what we've created rather than always leaning forward, always always feeling like something is pulling us? And there's a difference between feeling pulled in a passionate and in alignment way, which is the voice of the daemon, which I had talked a lot about on the most previous episode, so... I recommend going and listening to that because you guys were messaging me. I was getting so many reshares and messages about that episode. So I think it really resonated with a lot of you guys with this this voice, this Damon voice um, is this voice of passion. And I, I need to do this because it's going to actually nourish my soul, right? It's not coming from a place of, oh, I should do this or I need to do this because they're doing this. This Damon voice has nothing to do with anyone else. It has to do with what's going to actually make you feel like you're expressing something in the way that your body, mind, soul, spirit needs. And that could be writing or dancing or journaling or, you know, creating music or whatever, like recording your voice in your in your phone and just having it there because there's something about speaking outwardly that cleanses what's stressing you out out of your body I'm gonna say that again because that kind of I've never like thought of it like that so when you're speaking things out loud whether it's to your therapist or you're making an iPhone audio note to someone or just to yourself because it's a private and personal um, inner inquiry speaking the words out is what's going to cleanse that stress and cleanse and kind of give you a new perspective on it because when you speak those words out of your body you're literally putting it out into the energy around you that's going to help you process it feel it hear it understand it reflect from it right away instead of keeping it inward and journaling is also a really amazing way of doing that you know if you don't feel comfortable um, speaking out loud all the time or making iphone notes or whatever um, i recommend journaling I mean, you guys have heard me talk about journaling time and time again. I'm always talking about it on Instagram, too. Um, I have tons of notes here that I write in, you know, with my hands, and I have notes that I type in my iPhone notes. Whatever works for you, you know? But if you're, if you're going through your day and you're feeling like you need to get something out or you have an epiphany or a download or something that is really rubbing you the wrong way or or an experience that happened, a conversation that happened, an experience you had with an Uber or a Lyft or someone you met that really made you feel good, like write those things down because those things might actually be like information and stepping stones for you to um, 
use in the future with what you need to create or, you know, you never know. You never know why these things are happening. But basically, um, yeah, so what I was saying with, with my clients and like the main theme, basically, the two main themes right now with my clients that I've been that I've been noticing is that these people that I'm talking to are so passionate and they've created so much and they actually like this year like they've 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 created so much that it's kind of making them feel like in order to feel good they have to keep that momentum up which is the ego you know and the messages that always come through during these kinds of readings is do less because that's quieting the ego and then your soul is actually going to be coming back online and basically it's like you know allow yourself to marinate in what you've created thus far because if we're always seeking the next thing that you have to do like that's that's coming from an external place the soul isn't going to keep nagging you, oh, you have to do more, you have to do more. Of course, you know, there is a time and place to do more because you need to make a living for yourself, like obviously. So there's, you know, work and making money and paying the bills. We got to do it. But noticing where you're leaning forward, noticing where you're being dragged, noticing what's making you feel forceful aggressive energy like oh I have to do this I should do this because I feel like if I do this then I'll get this that's all coming from like a dark kind of ego place Um, usually the soul will communicate with us and it usually doesn't have to do with money that's the thing It, it usually has to do with I'm going to do this project because it's going to make me feel good. It's going to release something. It's going to release a burden. And this time of year, you know, New Year's resolutions and intentions and all that bullshit, um, that's also going to add to the pressure cooker energy. So right now is not really the time to add more burdens to your life. Right now is a time to really sit down inwardly and reflect on your priorities you know what are your priorities what are your preferences right now in your life what are your choices that that you have what are your options right now because if things aren't going as you'd like you know physically emotionally mentally your living situation your job your relationship whatever it is that getting out of that or getting out of a rut or getting out of a place that you're just like not feeling that great about that requires releasing the pressure you know because adding more pressure and adding more expectations of yourself or adding more hyper productivity to your life is not going to help you actually change your life and get out of a dark place or you know i would like to rephrase this time of year instead of new year's goals or new year's resolutions how about we just call it life preferences and changes and priorities and compromises you know it's not about new year like time time is fucking elusive and everything is timeless right now 
time doesn't matter. It's just numbers. It doesn't matter. But if we look at it in the sense of how can I change my life so that I feel like I'm being heard and I'm being helped and I'm being supported and I'm expressing myself that, and I'm releasing things, I'm releasing burdens, you know, how, how can you do that? Like, I think adding things, adding things that we want to do is actually just going to stress us out more. And of course, I'm going to get deeper into this. Like there are things that we can add, small things we can add that will completely change our life. One is, you know, if you if you don't have a therapist and you've been feeling like you're you're lacking support in your life and you really want a, a, some more support in your life, maybe that's been something you've been putting you've been putting off and you've been procrastinating. So maybe it is time to add something in your life. Like what can you add in your life that's going to actually enhance your mental health? Not something that's going to stress you out like, oh, I have to work out to to feel better mentally or emotionally. Like going for going for a walk is, you know, perfect. And I'm going to get more into that a little bit later because this time last year, I was addicted to cardio, addicted to the sauna, and I was overworking my body to the point where it was stressing me out more, and my adrenals were shot, my digestion was shot, I had the worst acne I've ever had in my life, I had Hashimoto flare-ups, I had thyroid shit, hormones, and, and I'm still healing, I'm not fully healed, but when I tell you um, less is more, it really, really is, especially in the physical activity realm. Like, what works for your body is not going to work for everybody's body and vice versa. What, what works for everyone's body isn't going to work for yours. So this is a time to really sit down and ask yourself what your priorities are, what your preferences are, what choices you have, what options you have around you. Um, because, you know, it, for example, I had to really sit down with myself and ask myself, do I really want to live in California anymore? Like, do I actually really want to? Or am I feeling pressure from, you know, people in my life saying, yeah, you're so Cali, you know, Cali's great for you. I'm sure you love it. And it's like, yeah, I do love it. I, I, I moved out here. Um, it was temporary. Everything's temporary. And I moved out here with two suitcases. It didn't bring everything. I brought just a minimal amount of clothes and things. And my sublease is up and I'm done, you know, because California and LA in particular, everything's closed down. We're in another lockdown because of COVID. And at this point, it's getting ridiculous. So around the time that, you know, I was thinking like, do I want to get a, do I want to get my own place here or do I want to move back to Florida where all my things are and reset and whatever? All the external stuff kept coming through. Well, you know, my cousins think that this is where I should live and people on Instagram always message me and say, oh, you're so Cali, like I'm sure you're loving it out here, blah, blah, blah. So those are all external voices telling me that if I don't live here, then people are going to think that, what, I'm a failure or I'm taking steps back or whatever. And those are all ego thoughts, right? 
So if you're in a, in a situation like that, you need to sit yourself down and ask yourself, well, where are these, where are these, these perspectives coming from? Is it actually coming from like friends, family, external people you don't even know, people, people who you know on Instagram, that's it, like never had a conversation with them, never met them in person, like what the fuck does that matter, you know? Like obviously what truly matters is what feels safe and comfortable for you. And I like to call this energy silver platter energy, especially when you're moving, especially when you're making a big life change, right? Because at the end of the day, if you are creating more friction and resistance and making things more challenging for yourself, then that's going to be not an enjoyable transition. And transitions are everything. That's why I actually made this podcast was I was going through a transition physically, mentally, moving wise, emotionally, healing, you know, everything. We're all going through transitions all the time. But the the way that we can navigate ourselves through the transitions in a more effortless, seamless, less resistant way is really being honest and real with ourselves and saying, okay, well, what resources do I have? What choices? What what am I willing to compromise? What am I willing to put away? What am I willing to do here? In order to make my life, you know, easy and effortless and feel good and feel in alignment and sometimes that means making compromises like for real like did there was a big part of me that said well I don't really want to move cross-country with two cats that's not going to be fun Uh, I would love to live in California but there was a big part of me saying what's the point right now everything's closed you can't teach yoga you can't go and do yoga um you can't go to a restaurant. It's like there is no point, you know, and that that voice kept getting louder and louder and louder. Also, California is very expensive, and at this point, there is no reason for it. You can't even do anything here, and it's like it's a, it's a cold, hard truth, and if there's anybody listening who lives in California or L.A., I'm not dissing or I'm not talking shit about LA. I love it. I I really do. I love the nature. I love Long Beach, which is where I've been living. I love hiking. I love the energy here. But at the end of the day, what I've noticed, especially with some people in my life, um, like my cousin, for example, she she works so much to have her own apartment. And I, I look up to her. I really do. But she works so much. And for the the you know, price of her apartment. And she would agree, you know, she tells me these things as well. She knows that she overworks and even her boyfriend is like telling her that they, you know, he, he wants her to work less, you know? So it's not, it's not, it's something that's happening in the collective where we need to sit down and ask ourselves, what's the point of all this? And that's also another theme that's been happening in, in my work and with my clients is, what's the point why are you doing what you're doing why are we all doing what we're doing why why are you posting that on instagram is it to actually help people or is it to get attention and likes and follows and subscribes and whatever it can be a very shadowy place when we ask ourselves those questions you know like i've i've been there and i've said oh why did i post that picture of myself in a bikini 
And, you know, there's there's light and dark to that. Well, I like the way that I look in this picture. I, for, for once, I like my body, you know, because I, I deal with body dysmorphia and eating disorder stuff. And it's like being real and being like, okay, well, that's actually progress then. But then there are those times where I, I sit down and I'm like, hmm, why do I want to post this photo of me in a, in a bathing suit or whatever? And it might come from an egotistical place because... I know it might get me more likes or whatever. And I think everybody can relate to that, but this is kind of like taboo to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, their work ethic on social media, which can be a really weird, a weird topic to be in because it's like social media is, is something that some people, that's all they have. You know, I was just talking to, Um, my therapist about this and I was like you know at the end of the day especially now that I'm living in California and I'm like I'm over it you know because I don't have any like friends in real life really here Um, and I was telling her like all I have you know on paper and whatever is zoom recovery meetings which is digital right I have the podcast which is digital I have Instagram which is digital and all these things are channels and portals for me to connect with people and express myself and help people and also let people help me, right? But it's not physical, you know? And it's behind a screen. And it's like, okay, so this is where this is where I had to make those choices and those priorities and those compromise kind of sit down meetings with myself to journal and to meditate and I've gotten a lot of you know messages and answers just by doing meditation and and hiking and journaling literally those three things that's the trifecta that I feel could completely change your life and I'm sure you're already doing these things but a little bit of movement, a little bit of breathing, a little bit of journaling, a little bit of um, meditation. Not a lot, just a little. Those, a little bit of each of those creates this beautiful potion of what it is that your life is asking of you. And you extract all the answers, you extract all the downloads, all the messages, and all the things that feel right, that feel good to you from all of those practices. And then you know what you want to do. So, you know, in this situation with moving, you know, maybe you're in a situation like this. So I think many of you will resonate and relate that it's not easy moving cross country or it's not easy moving to a new city. Or in my case, I'm moving to Florida, which I was living in before. So it's nothing new, but it is stressful. It is nerve wracking and whatever. But what's more nerve wracking? And this is where the the comparison and the choices and and the preferences come in. What's more stressful? Living where you live and hustling and you know struggling and um, you're you know you're really crunching it. You're really just trying to figure it out and nothing's working out. Maybe that's a sign from the universe. Maybe that's a sign from the universe that there's too, there's too much resistance there. There's The energy's not right there for you. Things aren't, quote-unquote, working out in your favor. So there's, there's another path for you. There's another path that's paved deeper and easier for you. And sometimes that path isn't 
the path that you thought you'd want but then things start getting clearer and that voice starts getting louder and you're like oh okay now I understand you know like when when LA just went on all the new lockdowns I was like oh you know that's now my decisions made even easier thank you spirit now my choices are loud and clear I have a few real friends in Florida I have my mom who's one of the biggest support supporters of my life although we do have a lot of issues you know I do have a lot of mother wound shit which I talked about in the most previous episode as well so I think that would help you if you're going through a lot of mother wound stuff and therapy and healing I talk a lot about what's been helping me really heal that stuff with my therapist and what I've realized or I've had to do and all that so going back to this energy of priorities, choices, compromises, and preferences. Asking yourself what's important, what truly matters, you know? I didn't, I'm not broke, like I'm saving money, but I've seen lots of people in my life here, and I've been in this situation, especially the first time I lived here. I was, you know, this is 2000, uh, when was it, 2012, when I moved to LA at first, I was broke. I couldn't afford food. I couldn't afford gas. I couldn't afford rent. Barely. I was scraping pennies. I was, it was not a way to live. I had, you know, I was always worried about how I was going to buy food. I was, I felt restricted. I felt like constantly someone was choking me and strangling me. That's not living in abundance. How could you live in abundance when, when you feel like that? And there is a way to live in abundance when you when you live in that frequency there is but it's just hard it's so hard to get there to live in gratitude and abundance when you're poor that's not fun and 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 what's the what's the what's the reason you know is it because you know you feel like you should live in this city you feel like you should do this because that's what other people are doing and all the all the successful people live there or you know it's funny because if this resonates with you, go listen to the Joe Rogan episode where he, I think it's a, I don't remember. I'll try to remember to link it in the show notes, but whatever. It's, he's, he's interviewing two people and they're restaurant owners and they're talking about how silly this is, you know, in LA. Everybody's just here, right? This is the place to live, but it's going to shit. And it's, and it's even more funny that now everybody's talking about moving to Austin, Texas, because now Austin, Texas is, the new LA, it's like the new hub, and in Texas, there's no restrictions really. You can go out to eat, you can go to, you know, you can go do a yoga class, you can go, you can go, you can live your life with, with a mask on and just live your life. So that's what I mean, and, and I'm thinking maybe this is, this is a big channeling thing that's going on because I feel like a lot of you guys are facing this question. Why the fuck am I living here? What's the point of all this? You know, maybe you're thinking about moving in with family again. Maybe you're thinking about downgrading, getting a smaller place, getting rid of your car, whatever. Downgrades are actually upgrades because if you're trying to save money and if you're trying to live in more of an abundance frequency and mindset, when you have less shit and less bills and less shit to pay for or even like, like me, like for example, like I only have, you know, a certain amount of clothing here because I was just subletting for these last several months. 
And I realized, man, it feels good to just not have that many choices of what I'm going to wear. So I've been wearing the same outfits for five months. Nothing wrong with that. I'm probably going to get rid of so much shit when I go back to my mom's in Florida. I'm going to probably purge and get rid of stuff and sell stuff and give stuff away. And it feels good to do that. Moving is cleansing. Moving is timeline hopping. Like, And I talk a lot about timeline hopping in a lot of these solo episodes. Timeline hopping is something that you do without even noticing, without even realizing it. When you create a new little life for yourself, a new chapter, you know, new chapters, new, you know, it's a new chapter, right? You hear that all the time. New chapter is new timeline. Um, You're energetically, internally creating a new chapter uh, within you. And that is externally creating a new energy and a new vibe in your life. Okay, so I want to get into, uh, before I get into the sacred rituals and journal prompts and questions and all that magic stuff, the other big uh, theme here, as I take a little hit of my joint, hold on, I'm looking at my notes, so, Um, the other theme that kept coming up in uh, my clients' sessions is not feeling healed enough in order to help people heal and let me tell you if if that was the case if that was the rule to in order if that was the prerequisite in order to be a healer nobody would be a healer because nobody is fully healed people are really good at distancing themselves and separating themselves from the trauma that makes them feel like they're not healed enough. I think that's the thing is that shamans and healers, they have different parts of themselves. Like they have a way of creating an energy separation from the things that traumatize them and the trauma and the things that made them want to get into the industry of healing, right? So there's kind of this this energy separation of feeling worthy enough, you know, like, of course, we're all going to feel like, oh, I'm not healed enough to help this person or who am I, you know, it's imposter syndrome. And there's moments where I feel imposter syndrome happening and, and rising up. And I have to remind myself, well, nobody's fully healed, you know, even therapists and energy workers and shamans aren't fully healed but they have an amazing way of stepping into their healer archetype and embodying it and living it and and not letting the voice inside the self-limiting belief voice that we always talk about here um, the self-limiting belief the the negative self-talk the toxic narratives all things that I talked about in the most previous episode. So I feel like this is kind of a sequel to that episode, right? So we're not being a slave or a victim to those self-limiting narratives. So for example, you know, one of my clients is very spiritual, very clairvoyant. The moment I, I saw her, I said, 
yeah, you're very powerful. And she's been having migraines and all these ascension things, all these downloads, and she's feeling overwhelmed and she's feeling like, but I just want to help women. You know, I just want to help women. And I said, well, first off, just by being you and just by having the energy you have, you are helping women. Like she even, she helped me feel good that night, even though she was in a session with me doing a tarot reading, she was helping me by just being her. And I felt her healing energy transferred to me. So I think we, we lose this, this concept of how much we are actually doing for people and a lot of this comes from external stuff like social media and Instagram and TikTok and whatever. Like, I recently had people ask me, oh, are you going to make a TikTok? And I'm like, and I thought about it, you know, I really did think about it. And I had to really sit myself down and ask myself, what's the point? Why am I doing it? Why would I do it? You know, is it for likes? Is it for money? And I, I quickly realized that the only reason that I was maybe slightly interested in making a TikTok was to, you know, gain a bigger following and get more podcast listeners or help more people, which is a, a good way of, of using TikTok. Like, how can I help people through these, these yoga videos, whatever. But at the end of the day, a TikTok video is one minute. That's all you get. At the end of the day, I had to ask myself, what is the point? You know, I'm doing that on Instagram. And it's like, do I even like the energy of TikTok? And, you know, there are, there are very cool things on there. But I had to just be real with myself and be like, is this coming from external people? And, and is this injected with shoulds? And, you know, you should do this because maybe you'll make money and maybe you'll get more followers and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, do I really want that? And, and do I actually, do I need to do it? You know, am I content with what I've created thus far? Am I content with the podcast that I've created and my Instagram and everything I'm doing thus far? Do I need to do more? And my soul said, no, you don't need to. Like, just just do what you're doing right now and really submerge yourself in it and and give your give all of your energy to the three things like your clients and the podcast and Instagram. Like, why do you have to add something else? And that comes from lack, you know, needing, feeling like you need to do something in order to get more attention or more followers or more money. That's coming from lack. So long story short with this girl, um, one of my clients, she was like, you know, I just want to help women. I just want to help women. But I don't know how. So we came up with a plan, you know, you can do Instagram lives, you can text a friend, microdosing, helping people heal, right? How can you get a little hit of helping someone heal in a microdose way? Can you write somebody a beautiful email? Can you offer somebody a free session? Can you um, do a little giveaway on Instagram? Can you go Instagram live and talk about some of the downloads and, and talk about some of the the things that you've been learning in in a spiritual book that you've been reading and that's going to help people and that's going to also help um you know get you more more people who are in alignment to follow you and to the more people that you can help heal you know 
So it starts with the micro. And I got to say, this year, putting on my blinders on social media and unfollowing and muting whoever the fuck I feel has been, it's just opened my life up. So if that's one thing that I share that I've learned this year, which isn't like your typical like, oh, what did you learn this year? Oh, I learned that, you know, I need to surrender. Um, It's Instagram blinders. Put your fucking Instagram blinders on, please. Because if you are feeling distracted and pulled in a non-creative soul daemon voice way like that that good inner voice that passionate that excitement that joy if you're feeling pulled in directions where you feel like you should do this and you should do that definitely veer away from that um putting on your blinders is actually opening up a portal for your life i the less people i see doing things and boasting about it and you know for example I follow um, Cassie Ho, which is who's the uh, creator of Blog Pilates, Pop Pilates, amazing instructor. I love her. I love her energy. I love her. And this, you know, this is this is vulnerable. Me sharing this because this is kind of embarrassing. But what I noticed is that in her stories, she just kind of boasts about her success. And that's coming from a place of my own shadow, all right? Like, there's plenty of people who look at her stories who don't get that vibe. But for some reason, I just feel like she's she's so successful already. She has over a million followers. She has, like, three million followers on YouTube. She's rich. She's always posting videos and, and stuff of her in her, in her mansion, making, making yummy treats. And she's just a vibrant person, and, and her energy is beautiful. But I started to realize, okay, when I'm looking at her stories, I'm feeling shitty about myself. I'm feeling shitty like I'm not doing enough. So that energy is not um, a fun energy to live in. So if you're living in a frequency of comparing yourself to what other people are doing, that's going to take away from what success and what gifts and messages and what services you have to offer. You know, like comparison is the thief of joy. It's going to steal what abundance and what, you know, victories you have created for yourself. This is a time to live and feel and experience your victories. 2020 is not, you know, it hasn't been easy. And I think if we go into 2021 with this energy of lack or needing to do more or, needing more um it's not going to be enjoyable and i don't think that 2021 is going to be like a save all cure all year it's going to i mean it's obviously probably going to be better than 2020 let's just put it that way but i think if you go into 2021 with social media blinders and you really hone in on what's going to make you feel good um that's the most important thing and that that brings me right into some questions um that helped me and my clients kind of get through to the other side here and say, all right, what truly matters? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors 
and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life. So therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because For many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, So if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. 
Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away, and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe Within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. You know, what actually truly matters? Is it making that, that, you know, that Instagram post or making that podcast because I feel like I should because other people are doing it and because podcasts are are so in right now like that's the thing is we have to ask ourselves why are we why do I want to do this is it because of money is it because of this is it because of that do I want more do I want more do I want more what's going to make me feel good so ask yourself what's going to make you feel good you know, and doing these small things that make you feel good. For example, um, the one, this other client who's really focusing on her career and like really, really hyper-focused on her career and wanting to do more and she's already done so much. You know, she has a practice, she, she has amazing clients, she's a therapist. And I was like, okay, but why can't you just let yourself enjoy what you've created? And, you know, instead of focusing on, um, oh, I want to make a podcast, but it just, it, the, the, it's just stressing me out, then why don't you focus on being a guest on other people's podcasts and organically build your Instagram? And also, the other also that comes in here is, can you have fun with it? With whatever you're doing, not just about this client, but whatever you're doing, because at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, that energy of go, 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 I need success, not saying that this client is in that energy um, at all, but there are people like that. And it's like, we have to ask ourselves, well, why do I feel so pressured? Why do I feel so, so yanked in this direction? Because I feel like I should, you know? can you have fun with it? Because the more fun and the more ease and the more grace and the more just easy energy you have, that's welcoming. People are, people want that. People don't want to, to be around someone who's just like a workaholic, making them feel less than, making them feel like they're not doing enough. You know, like the whole thing with how I had to mute (laughs) Cassie Ho on Instagram, which is really embarrassing because um 
she's such a beautiful person and, and very vulnerable, but I just felt like it wasn't serving me to watch her stories anymore. So let's get into some New Year's uh, sacred rituals that we can do. And I'm going to start with making lists. So not intentionless, not goalless, not New Year's resolution lists of things that you want. This is a different kind of list. This is a list where you talk about or journal or write actually in list form things that you did last year that were toxic or experiences that happened last or in 2020 um, that were toxic, things that, that, that happened that, that really fucked you up. Um, and then you're going to make a list of where you're at now and all of the beautiful healings and changes in your body, you know, physically, emotionally, things you're proud of. So, and then you compare those two lists. So, for example, this time last year, I was addicted to cardio. I was doing way too much cardio. I was doing eating disorder behaviors that were not good. Um, my My digestion was fucked. My skin was the worst it ever looked in my life. I was depressed. I was living in Philadelphia, which I hated. Um, I had roommates I didn't like. I was cold all the time. and I hated living there. Blah, blah, blah. Okay? Fast forward to now, and I'm making a list like this, and I'm writing, wow, I moved. I changed my life. My digestion's better. I'm not doing cardio like I was anymore. And with moving less... I've actually healed my digestion so it's better. I'm healing my injuries, like my hip stuff. My right hip is always fucked up. I'm My skin looks better than it ever has. Um, it's these small things that maybe we forget about, you know? Maybe we're so wrapped up in all the crazy bullshit that's been going on and um, how, how we really want to change things. And we get wrapped up in that and then we forget But wow, like underneath it all, underneath it all, are things better? Maybe, maybe they're not better. Maybe for you, they're not that better. You know, maybe they're worse. But underneath that worse energy, there are a few things that, that are better in your physical, in your emotional. There's got to be one or two. There, there is. I know for sure there is. And this is the practice. This is extracting the amazing small victories that we, you know, that go left unnoticed. And then we, and then they leave, they, they leave us and then we're, they're just gone. And then we forget that we even did that. And we forget how much progress that we've actually made. And that's taxing to the soul because it's like, wow, like, you know, we're, our bodies and our souls are just constantly working. The body never turns off. We sleep, but it, it always it's always working for us to keep us alive. And we get lost in the hustle and the bustle and, and social media and work and making money and bills and fixing up our lives and becoming a better person, right? We're all, you know, every podcast you listen to is about healing and whatever. Like in, in my in my perspective that's what a lot of podcasts are about you know this this podcast is about healing but I try to not make it like you you know you're 
you got to change because there's a lot there's a lot of podcasts that make you feel like you're not doing enough you're not you're not changing enough you're not doing this you're not doing that biohack this biohack that at the end of the day less is more enjoying the moment really goes a long way because that nourishes happiness contentment from within and that allows us to live in a frequency of not feeling rushed or forced or restricted or you know being more connected to our body and to our mind that's the goal because then we succeed in all areas of our life not just um, money but you know like when we have to make choices and compromises around this time of year or any time of year we know what we want we hear that voice we hear that strong authority of spirit telling you this is what you got to do yeah it's, it might suck choices compromises that whole thing that's what's going to actually help us so making these lists you know process lists and progress lists victories mental health progress lean into that stuff so that's a really that's a beautiful way to start your new year's eve kind of sacred ritual is by just writing a list like that because then you can actually get some like a larger lens view of like oh wow like fuck yeah (laughs) awesome even if it's just like oh i um i decided that i was gonna drink more green juice this year and, and i have you know and or maybe you decided that you were gonna go to one support group every week and and you've you know added that to your therapy support system Um, getting real with ourselves and just allowing when you when you feel like you're being pulled into that battle of contentment or success you know and creating and hyper productivity from like a lack ego mindset catch yourself where you are and 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 then come back to where you are you know come back to where you are because keeping it simple is the best and less is more around this time of year. You don't need more more pressure cooker energy, right? Um, another way to begin your sacred ritual evening or whatever you're doing um, to connect to your soul and your body is creating an altar, creating a sacred space, creating a safe space that makes you feel good. Doesn't have to look like people's on Instagram, doesn't have to look like mine, doesn't have to look like your sisters, your neighbors, that girl you you follow on Instagram, doesn't have to look like anybody's. None of that even matters. Again, what truly matters, what makes you feel good is, you know, organizing some items that make you feel good, that make you feel safe, photos of people, photos of loved ones, crystals, um, books that have helped you notes that you've written notes from people that have that they've sent to you anything that has um spiritual value you create an altar around that and you can also make a protection jar if that's something you're into what you do is you get an empty jar or even like an empty candle jar and you fill it with a piece of your hair um you can spit in it you can add nails and screws because this is a protection jar so what it basically does is it signals to the universe and to your spirit guides and to source that you are creating a portal in that jar that is protecting you from um dark entities or just not good intentions and whatever 
So you can even write a note to yourself and fold it up um, and put it in the jar. You can put flowers in there. You can put a you can put anything in there. You can put um, CBD in there. You can put some essential oil in there. It's You're basically making a protection jar of things that are yours, things that, you know, remind you of you. Piece of your hair, obviously. I really recommend doing that part. And then you keep it by your altar and you just know that within that little portal of a jar is things that are going to protect you. So that's also an option. Um, I always like to burn candles and I always like to start a new journal around the new year. Even though I'm not finished my journal right now and I still have like a good amount of pages left, I'm thinking that I'm going to actually start a new one. And um, I always have like extra journals lying around because I actually find journals at the thrift store too. But if you're looking for a really like statement piece journal you can get the vibe within journal which is a custom wooden made journal handmade from drama mama bookshop um i'll put that in the show notes but it's a 100 custom handmade wooden journals and you have the option to actually make it a 2021 planner or you can just have you know normal paper lined dotted or plain paper uh, inside of it so if that's something you you if, if you need something physical that that literally is like something new to go into the new year with I recommend um, getting a new journal you know and if you do get the vibe within journal which I'm not pressuring pressuring you to do um, you also get a free class of mine which is a virtual online yoga class and you get a free you get that for free so it's the journal which is forty dollars but you get a free class which is usually retailed at 20 bucks so you get all that for free and you'll get the the class you own forever and it's the mindful manifestation uh powerful yin class that i made and it has lo-fi music behind it it has like a really nice playlist so you'd own that class with the journal so that's that's a nice ritual you can do if you're needing yoga and needing to connect to your body and needing you know to really turn down the volume of external bullshit journaling and doing a simple yoga class is it's just so healing i mean just doing those two things can completely change your evening for the better uh, I also recommend getting candles, you know, setting the vibe, getting some Palo Santo, uh, getting some essential oils, diffusing essential oils, incense, really creating an atmosphere that feels good for you. And, and you know, if you don't have any of these things, go out to the dollar store, go to the thrift store, make a little solo artist date out of it and have an intention okay i need to get some candles like like make a day out of it what what do you need what supplies do you need in order to create a very special and magical evening for you it doesn't have to be this big ordeal but like just just like making a nice intention and a day like okay i'm going to go to the grocery store i'm going to get these things cuz even the grocery store sells candles and incense and flowers and journals you can get all that stuff at the food store you know live in abundance 
you have the resources. The dollar store is like the best place ever. You can literally find everything at the dollar store. So yeah, all of that. Um, With journaling, don't stress out too much about what you should be journaling about. Like who the fuck cares? Just write what comes to mind, write things you're grateful for, write some things that you've been wanting to, maybe there's some things you want to buy, or maybe there's some things you just really want, maybe there's some books you want to read, or maybe there's a, a supplement or a vitamin that you've been wanting to try because you feel like it'll help you heal in a certain way, like all that shit, write all that shit down, like just all the stuff that comes to mind, um, maybe there's someone that you want to you know get more vulnerable with and talk to like write all this down nobody's reading your journal it doesn't even matter it only matters to you and and your soul and your spirit and when you sit down and journal you're literally having like a safe therapy meeting session with your spirit guides with your highest self with your inner child you know what does your inner child need in order to feel safe and like you're having fun like for real that that isn't connected to social media that isn't connected to hyper productivity or success or career or money because kids don't care about those things i mean now now kids probably do care about social media but i'm talking about like in the 90s and the early 2000s before social media was a thing what did we care about you know what what did we c- truly care about what, what brought us joy? What brought us happiness? Those are the things that you should be doing on New Year's Eve because chances are you can't leave your house or you can't go out and do what you wanted to do years before, like going to bars or dancing or big gatherings and whatever. So what does your inner child and what, what does your inner adolescent teenager need in order to feel like you're having fun? Maybe that means you're just having a drink and watching a movie that in itself like setting the intention and like creating a nice little plan doesn't have to be this big or thing it's just like what's going to make me feel good what's going to excite me there's nothing to be ashamed about if you're just watching netflix eating popcorn and drinking a glass of wine on new year's eve because that's a beautiful that is a sacred kind of Um, ritual and and a ceremony you know you light your candles you have your incense you have your sage or your palo santo you can have your journal in front of you while you're watching a movie while you're watching netflix and if anything comes up while you're watching the film or you know just anything funny that comes up or anything that triggers you or if it sparks a memory of anything like that's that's kind of a cool practice to do uh, last night I was watching Matthew McConaughey uh, in Mud. Such a good movie. If you haven't watched that movie, it's on Amazon Prime for free. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, that's a, that's a beautiful movie to watch and journal because it was it was bringing so many memories up for me. So also, um, let's go through some more questions and journal prompts that I wrote for you guys um this is this is all about like not not intentions but tweaks you know like tweaks and adds into your life start where you are you know meet yourself where you are 
not where other people are on Instagram. So, you know, what do you truly want right now in your life? It could be material. It could be non-material. Um, what small behaviors and habits do you want to release that that have been really just feel like feeling like a burden to you? What small behaviors and habits do you really want to release? And then follow-up question, what small habits and new little ads to your routine would you like to incorporate? You know, um, nothing crazy. It doesn't mean you have to get a gym membership and go every day. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, okay, what small little things can you do in your day that's going to make you feel better physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, um, listening to more for me this has been really small but but big things that have been helping me is not listening to so many podcasts that are people talking about um you know business and career and stuff like that like I've I don't care about that shit anymore like I've had enough of that I've had enough of talking about fucking hyper productivity and your business and making money and it's just at this point in my life I don't care about that what's helping me feel better physically emotionally and spiritually um and mentally is listening to podcasts that are just people talking about you know healing and reiki and the energy upgrades and real shit you know like real life shit that people have been through and how they got out of it and therapy and body body image and eating disorder stuff and addiction and all that and also what's been helping me is adding um listening to alan watts chill step mixes on youtube and having like bringing music back into my life because i know a couple episodes back i was talking about um how I haven't been able to listen to music that easily recently because of how music can trigger the body and trigger the nervous system to um, go back in time, not in a good way, you know, like triggering moments and experiences that have happened in the past that are linked to music you listened to in high school or artists that you listened to in high school or whatever, like listening to new music. So what's great about these Alan Watts chill step mixes is that there's really good chill step playing in the background and then they have these powerful excerpts and little bites of alan watts lectures and it's just like a nice thing to have playing in the background in your house like if you're cleaning and stuff like i've been cleaning and packing and organizing and fucking just doing so much and it's nice to have that playing because it's like it's not just music it's also really beautiful things to remember you know like because if you're not in the mood to listen to a whole lecture it can be very dry and there's no music and it can be kind of intense the chill step music in the background really really creates a new energy so it's how can you create a new energy that's also a good question to ask yourself like if if you're not feeling good in your house anymore like you know we all we all outgrow things our soul outgrows things and it's normal to outgrow a place or a city. Like I outgrew um, Long Beach and where I'm living and I'm, I'm pretty over it. I'm just ready to go back to Florida. 
and it's not that it's not that it's bad here it's that i've my soul has outgrown it my my spirit has outgrown it and extracted all of the amazing beautiful lessons and synchronicities and teachings and you know downloads that i've received here it's extracted everything from it like a straw like you know and now i'm just like okay i got what i needed from here i'm ready for the next chapter i'm ready to timeline hop it's not that this place sucks it's that i've outgrown it and i'm i'm up leveling so maybe you are feeling like you know your home doesn't feel the same anymore you you don't feel excited to go home anymore or you know your room feels not that comfortable because you're just used to it move the furniture around um get a new candle get something cheap to put into your apartment go go to the dollar store and get some new get a new mug get a new glass um get a new like tablecloth like get a new blanket anything like the smallest little things you you don't realize like how these small little tweaks go such a long way like I'm always organizing and re- reorganizing and moving around furniture. I get that from my mom. My mom is always doing that. So I think that's something that's something small to really incorporate in your in your sacred ritual of New Year's Eve. How can you change the energy of your apartment or your home in a small way? How can you change the the feel, the vibe, the the atmosphere in your physical environment because that's going to transfer into your internal being and that's going to excite you and make you feel excited you know like that's why that's why it's so soul nourishing when you reorganize your altar or your your record shelf or your bookshelf or your kitchen cabinets or whatever like it seems like such a mundane stupid thing but in reality it transfers in a big way um okay let's keep going is there a supplement or a product that you've been wanting to try but haven't maybe incorporate it in your life and see how it works with your body what can i change in my mental health support system this year what can i add who can i add to my support system is there a support group i'd like to seek out make that your goal uh, if, if you know if it's one or two support groups a week that can change your life literally even though they're zoom make a ritual out of out of it so before i go on my zoom calls i make my tea i make a snack i burn incense sometimes i'll take a couple hits of, of my cbd sometimes i'll pull a tarot card and just like see you know how i'm feeling emotionally Um, sometimes I'll journal and most of these zoom groups also they don't require you to have the video on most of them so you can literally be spread out on your floor or on your couch and be journaling while you're listening to people talk Um, and while you're talking you know you don't have to worry about how you look it's a beautiful thing I really I can't I can't express enough how important it is to incorporate some sort of virtual support group in your life like it is the most life-changing thing 
and I was I was non non-believing in that I was a skeptic I was like you know how are zoom groups gonna help me and they really do they really really do um I still attend the Dharma recovery meeting that I went to in Philly because it's Zoom. And the options are endless now because everything is Zoom. If you go on dharmarecovery.org, they have the whole Google Docs spreadsheet um, that you can open up and it tells you the times, it gives you the links of hundreds and hundreds of, of meetings. I mean, there's you there's a meeting right now. There's You can literally just look it up. Okay, what next meeting? And it lists all the cities and it lists all the links and you can even um, filter it by your time zone. So I will put that link in the show notes. All right. Some more questions here. Um, so it says, okay, do you want to get a therapist or do you want to get a new therapist? Make that your priority. Also, therapists offer these 15-minute free sessions which if you go on psychology today and you just make draft up an email and reach out to any therapist that you want all therapists are basically offering telehealth which is video um video um sessions sorry i'm having like a fucking brain i don't know what's going on a uh a stroke um so talk to those therapists reach out to them and they you can you can ask them uh can you do you do 10 to 15 minute free sessions and they're always going to say yes all right more questions to journal with how can i be more useful with my time what is taking me away from what truly matters what relationships in my life are more important to me than productivity what's more important to me than you know toxic relationships or toxic ways of living you know what's more important what do you get out of those things how can I enhance my mornings and evenings so yeah how can you enhance your mornings and evenings like if you're feeling like you're rushing in the morning or if you're feeling like anxious at night how can you fix the vibe fix the energy to make you feel more safe and secure and calm um that's a beautiful ritual to focus on as well like create a ceremony about it like when you wake up what do you do can you can you create a sacred kind of feel to it? Get in your flow. Listen to the, what music or podcasts make you feel good. We all have those, those things we listen to in the morning, right? It should be something light. It shouldn't be anything too heavy, right? For me, I, I like to listen to meditation podcasts um, and podcasts that are just more light and not talking about super heavy shit. That can wait, right? You just woke up. Let yourself get out of dream state. Um, If you had some fucked up dreams, journal about them. Write about all your dreams. And that's that's another beautiful way of incorporating journaling into your life is um, writing down all of your dreams that you remember. 
And if dreams are something you really enjoy, I recommend listening to the Jungian, this Jungian Life podcast. I talked about that a little bit on the last episode, too. Um, they always, at the end of the episode, they do a dream interpretation. So if you're feeling called to it, you can always you can submit a dream to that to their website and what they do is they read a dream from one of the listeners and then they analyze it really really cool stuff that's that's a fun thing to listen to before bed you know it's bed related it's sleep related they have they have a very very beautiful energy these three Jungian analysts um, and the one of the guys the guy's voice is so soothing and deep and just really um, calming. Sometimes I even listen to it when I go to sleep and I go to sleep listening to it. Um, What hobbies and interests truly bring you joy? What hobbies and interests truly bring you joy? What self-care rituals are you lacking right now? So this could be, you know, maybe... For me, for example, I'll just throw myself under the bus. Why not? I don't shower enough. Sometimes I just, like, I don't wash my hair every day, and I don't shower every day. I mean, I don't think ev- I don't think all people shower every day, but I last night I realized, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling kind of stuck energetically. What can I do? And I realized, oh, well, I can take a hot shower. So I took a long, hot shower, and that helped me so much. I felt relaxed. I felt cleansed, like, and what they were saying in, in the Jungian um, podcast is, I loved how she said this. She was like, if you're stuck in a complex and you're stuck in a negative way of, of thinking or you're reacting or something's pissing you off or something's triggering you and, you know, something set you off and you're stuck in this, this toxic complex, this part of you that that's not making you feel good. It's creating friction. It's creating tension in your body. She said, you know, taking a hot bath can actually take you out of that complex. Taking a hot shower can take you out of, out of a toxic complex. That's like so deep, but it's so simple. You know, like you can really be trapped in a toxic triggering rut and feel like you're going to have a panic attack, you know, and taking a hot shower and lighting a candle and making a cup of tea and laying with your legs up the wall in bed will completely take you out of it. So, okay, what tweaks can you do to your nourishment and movement routine to make you feel better? What tweaks can you do to your nourishment and movement routine to make you feel better? You know, very simple. What's working for me? What's not working for me? What would I like to incorporate more into my diet? You know, would I like to eat more raw vegetables or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Um, Would I like to drink more water? Because everybody is pretty dehydrated and I don't drink enough water. I know that for sure. So I'm going to try to drink more water and even if that means like buying those flavor drops, like whatever it takes for me to drink more water, I'm going to try to do that. What's the kind of movement movement that makes you feel naturally high after you do it? Not depleted or angry or uncomfortable or sore. Like it's okay to be sore sometimes because you're you want 
you want to um, challenge your body. You want to strengthen it. But if you're feeling depleted and fucked physically and mentally after a workout, like, is that workout really going to help you thrive? Are you going to go home after that workout or after you're finished that workout? Are you really going to want to, like, do work on your computer or clean the apartment or do whatever you need to do, make calls, emails? Or are you going to be too tired uh, from your workout and beating yourself up? So what's the kind of movement that gives you a naturally high feeling after you do it? For me, I realized, you know, working out less actually is helping me heal. And my body hasn't changed that much. I mean, I think I've pretty much stayed the same. Like, I look the same. Um, I have noticed that my body composition has has changed a little bit. Like, my lower body feels a little bit bigger, but I also have body dysmorphia, so who the fuck knows if this is true. But I feel like my, my legs are bigger, but other areas of my body are smaller, which is weird. Like, the body's always changing. So, you know we're not going to be the same the same size forever um, and it's normal to change our workout routine and it's okay if you do that because who knows maybe you'll actually find find that your body um, you know reaches your physical goals whatever they are by doing less by just sitting outside in the sun and going for a walk maybe that's going to help your nervous system heal and if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to you know fix your sciatica or an injury like doing less really can create more healing in your life it's all about um quality not quantity and intention not pressure um yeah I hope those questions helped. I, I definitely enjoyed figuring out what what I wanted to share with you as far as journal prompts because sometimes we get stuck and we're like, well, what what do I journal about, you know? And for me, it's easy because I just like to free freestyle journal and bitch and complain about shit in my life and, you know, just whatever, like whatever comes to mind. Journaling for me is is a form of self-therapy. I'm my own therapist when I'm when I'm in my journal and I create a sacred ritual every time I journal, you know, I have my tea, I have my joint, I have my essential oil, I have music playing in the background or whatever. And it's just, you can make everything sacred. You can make everything special, not just on New Year's, but you can make everything you do in your life. You can make doing the laundry a sacred ritual, you know, you can, you can enhance every everything you do in your life because we have so much at our fingertips you know we have podcasts and music and we can learn all sorts of things from youtube we can we can listen to lectures for free we can listen to to these amazing talks for free we can listen to these amazing smart people who who put out free content you know i'm going to go through a few of my favorite podcasts right now so i'll share Um, if you're looking for any new ones, but, um, okay. So I've been really loving, um, Lex, Lex Federman, um, or Lederman, sorry, Lex Lederman's podcast, or no, Friedman, I'm so dumb, Lex Friedman. (laughs) Uh, he has 
the Lex Friedman podcast, and he talks about life and philosophy with these, with these, these college professors who are experts and just geniuses. They talk about love, relationships, science, aliens, um, social media, AI, technology. Uh, I love the astrology podcast. I love Ghost of a Podcast, all about astrology. I love the Shamangelic Healing Podcast with Anahanda, Anahata Ananda. I love the Why Won't You Date Me Podcast with Nicole Byer. She's so fucking funny. Um, I love the Mental Illness Happy Hour Podcast with Paul Gilmartin. If you are struggling with uh, body image and mental health just in general, um, the episode with Nikki Glazier is really good, and all all of the episodes are. I've been listening to that podcast for over a year now, and it's it's really been such a beautiful thing to put on if you're feeling alone because the way that he interviews is just so deep. It's it's almost like a deep therapy session with with someone, and it's so validating. Um, this Youngian Life, that's the Youngian podcast I was talking about. Good For You is a podcast by Whitney Cummings, very funny. The Lifestylist podcast by Luke Story, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Um, Almost 30, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. <laughs> um, the Meta Hour with Sharon Salzberg, amazing podcast, love her. Being Well with Dr. Rick Hansen, I'm a really big fan of Dr. Rick Hansen, he's amazing, he's so fucking cool. And... Um, the 10% Happier podcast is good with Dan Harris. And then there is one other one that I just started listening to, and it's called Living in This Queer Body. And it's all about mental health, um, body image, body acceptance, trauma, healing wounds, all that. So I'm sharing all these because I felt I felt called to. I felt like maybe some of you guys have been wanting that. I don't know. But... I hope that this episode helped you um, looking through my notes, and I don't think I have anything else, but I'm sure something else will come up after I edit it uh, that I'll, I'll probably forget. But anyways, make your New Year's, you know, sacred and feel good, even if that means you're just sitting on the couch with your animal, with your pets, watching Netflix. You can literally make that such a magical experience. It's all about it's all about creating that energy in your life and you know, like let go of this attachment to do and let's let's just try to be and live a little bit more instead of this like external force sucking the life out of us. So I'm going to leave you with uh, the song that me and my friend Matt Bellina made together. It's called This City. Uh, if you haven't listened to the full, the full big ordeal, um, you can listen to the, the poetry, the spoken word poetry, and the, the whole thing was debuted at the end of my 12-12 portal birthday uh, episode, a couple episodes back. So enjoy. Happy New Year 2021. Here we come. Make everything sacred and magical, and we will talk soon. Love you guys.
Certain hours. 